Imagine sitting on a park bench this coming Thursday and just thinking about the wonderful and glorious Thanksgivings you've had in however many years you've been alive. Could you do that? Welcome. This is Con Café. I'm Pastor Radio Alberde, and I'm so thankful to God for you, your faithfulness, and your willingness to be with me and the Con Café family as we journey in the Word of God, as we look at Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 to 9 in the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. In a devotional, we're calling Strength to the End. Hear now the Word of God, verse 3. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that, was, that has been given you in Christ Jesus. For in every way you have been enriched in him, in speech and knowledge of every kind, just as the testimony of Christ has been strengthened among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end so that you may be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. By him you are called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we say, thanks be to God. Well, happy Tuesday, Concafem family, and a special blessing to you, dear listener. I pray this finds you well in preparing your heart and soul for the giving of thanks this coming Thursday. I just recently saw a clip from CBS's On the Road with Steve Hartman. During this pandemic, he has been on the road some, but when he comes home, he shows his three small children some very educational and powerful clips about the human condition. The clip I saw was about a man named Gabriel, who wouldn't give his last name. I suspect that Gabriel may be homeless. Steve, when introducing him, said, Gabriel, just like the angel. Steve asked Gabriel how he was going to spend this Thanksgiving. He said, I'm just going to sit on a park bench and think back to all the wonderful Thanksgivings I've had in my life. One out of 63 are not bad odds. I've been very blessed. As the camera went back to showing Steve and Steve's children, one of Steve's sons had tears in his eyes. What an amazing attitude on the part of Gabriel to have about this coming Thursday, when most will think about what we do not have versus what we have had in the past. What lessons could you teach someone with your attitude on the actual day of Thanksgiving? When I was a senior in high school, I learned that I was to be a delegate to the first national meeting of the Hispanic Caucus of the United Methodist Church in El Paso, Texas. I also learned that I was to fly from Houston to El Paso. Now, please keep in mind, I was not yet that far removed from my home in Kingsville. I, I'd never even really seen a commercial jet in person, let alone boarded one to fly anywhere. The news of this part of my being a delegate made me fearful of the method I was to take from Houston to El Paso. It was, of course, the shortest, quickest way to get there. To drive to El Paso would have ruined the weekend. But it deepened my prayer life, think about it, and I prayed that the Lord be with me on that trip to El Paso. And on the day of the flight, I discovered that I would be seated right next to an adult friend I had had from the other Hispanic United Methodist Church in Houston, a gentleman and dear brother in Christ by the name of Mr. Dan Garza. Dan was a friendly man and a very active layperson of El Mesías United Methodist Church, and I was a senior in high school. 
I had known Dan for many years. He and his wife had been active with the young adult ministry of our conference back in the day, and now here I was sitting next to him. I made no secret of my fear of flying. That was our conversation <clears throat> that I had with Dan, and I was told him this is the very first time in my life that I've ever flown. And Dan smiled and said, there's nothing to it. It'll feel just like an elevator ride. Hmm. I searched my memory for the number of times I had actually ridden in an elevator and came up with hmm, none. Okay, elevator ride. Maybe one or two and visits to a hospital that... I'd actually probably written up two floors or maybe three in an elevator. But I thank God the flight was smooth and before too long we were landing. I was super excited. El Paso, man, that was quick. Dan's smile said, no, this is San Antonio, huh? And the delight in landing in San Antonio was that several of my dear high school friends from MYF days were boarding our plane. That helped the longer leg of our flight be a much better, even smoother ride to El Paso, Texas. Well, again, that's an Advent story of sorts. News of my having to experience something I had never done before in order to attend something I had never attended before and the role of my faith in helping me cope and conquer those fears. God provided a way, and more importantly, God was with me. Paul had been with the people of Corinth some years earlier, and he knew the people well. For it was they who had heard and responded to the invitation to become believers and followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. When he left them, he continued to pray for them constantly and thank God for them. And in this letter, he was responding to some of the concerns that they had alerted him to, and he knew that they were struggling and they were having, among many things, questions and quarrels among themselves about many issues, including resurrection. The main theme of this letter is that their faithfulness and the presence of Jesus among them had already blessed them and would continue to do so until the very end. Don't you love reading three words toward the end? Paul writes, God is faithful. God is faithful. What God has shared, he will continue to share. And what God has promised to do, he will do. What better closing could we add? to this very brief but powerful portion of God's word for us. Let's pray. Loving God, as we prepare our hearts, minds, and souls for this coming national day of giving thanks, make me grateful in ways that will glorify you. May my words match my moods and may my hands in service reflect the love I have in my heart for you and yours. Lord, you better than me know the many thanksgivings where we took for granted so many things. But this year, may we bless you indeed with our gratitude for all you have shared. I invite you to continue to walk with me, picking me up when I falter and fall, and holding me steady when my knees buckle, wiping my tears when that becomes the best response I can share with you. This I pray, not by my merits, but by those of he who is the same today as he was yesterday, and will be this way forever, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Amen. Have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Share some of your strength <clears throat> with someone in need today. Receive my blessings of joy and peace. I'm Pastor Adi Valverde. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.